Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and uh, it's been a while since I've done an episode that isn't related to the DC show Titans, so we're going to change that today, but I do want to apologize that I have been kind of lackadaisical in getting out different content, and, you know, I mean, I think the real reason is, is, you see, when I wake up in the morning, my alarm clock gives out a warning, you know, I don't think I'm going to make it on time, and by the time I grab my books and I give myself a look... I get to the corner to see the bus fly by. But you know what? It's all right, because I'm going to be talking about Saved by the Bell. Oh, my God, did I love this show back in the day. Talk about a guilty pleasure. Uh, And the reason that I'm talking about it is is because over on YouTube, uh, Funny or Die does a series uh, called Zach Morris's Trash. Zach Morris's Trash, which basically takes just about any episode of Saved by the Bell, and they even go back to a couple episodes of Good Morning, Miss Bliss, where Saved by the Bell got started, and they basically show that whatever scam or scheme or tomfoolery that young Zach Morris gets up to, he's actually really not the nicest guy out there. And yeah, when we were all watching it it was all in good fun Zach's little scams and schemes but when you really look at the heart of it wow you know I don't know if I'd want Zach Morris as a friend because uh I don't know I might end up dead or or pimped out or god knows what but let's just talk about this show Saved by the Bell um I didn't originally watch Good Morning Miss Bliss I think uh they started putting the reruns up on the Disney Channel you know, when Saved by the Bell was coming out, uh, you know, Haley Mills, uh, of the original Parent Trap fame, she stars in that as Miss Bliss, Zach is there, Lisa's there, Screech is there, there's a couple other kids, I think one was named Nikki, I don't really remember it that well, it was a cutesy little show, but Saved by the Bell, that's where it was at, Zach, Screech, Slater, Jesse, Kelly, Lisa, and of course later, Tori. Um, you know, I, I felt like uh, I kind of grew up with these guys in a way. It's really, really weird. You know, watching it, even back then when I would watch it, I knew this really wasn't the greatest show, but it was a lot of fun. It was very, very funny. Um, they tried to kind of tackle tough issues, but in a very lighthearted way, kind of the way like back in the day, maybe the Brady Bunch would tackle issues, you know, in a very light-hearted, superficial way. Um, there was an episode, uh, like a Say No to Drugs episode. Uh, there was an episode, I remember, uh, they discovered oil on the campus of Bayside High, and Zach came up with a great idea to sell land rights to an oil company, because money, 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 you know, if you know Zach Morris, he loved that green stuff, he loved money. Uh, and then there was an oil spill i mean okay you know putting up oil rigs next to a high school i mean they were california it wasn't out in texas i i I don't know but uh yeah they would tackle some of these issues and uh again they would kind of do it in a lighthearted and superficial way i mean if anything i think maybe kind of one of the more serious episodes was maybe when jesse was hooked on amphetamines Uh, And, of course, that was all Zach's fault. So, you know, I mean, I think that's kind of the common trope of Saved by the Bell. When it comes down to it, it was pretty much all Zach's fault. But at the end of the day, he would learn no lesson. He would solve the problem, not by realizing what he was doing was wrong, 
basically coming up with another scheme to kind of cover the first scheme uh would not get into any trouble or very little trouble and he would be back next week and just jumping right back into it um I mean, the characters were really, really great from, you know, all the kids, even Mr. Belding as the principal, uh, you know, the very lovable principal, the type of principal that, you know, yeah, he wanted to be the kids' friends, but at the same time, I think Mr. Belding knew that he had to lay down the law, and he did have a soft spot for all these kids, and as much grief as he gave Zach, you know, I think, I think he really did like Zach a lot, and he did want Zach to succeed, and he had a bit of a soft spot for him. But uh, he definitely really cared about these kids. You could see it. Uh, there was an episode where I think uh, Mr. Belding's younger, cooler brother, because he had a mullet, so he was real cool, and he had them tear up their homework or a test or something like that. And uh, I think what it was is they were planning a class trip, and uh, Zach came up with the idea to go whitewater rafting, and Mr. Belding's brother... Uh, I don't know, Todd Belding, maybe it was. It was like a cool name, like Todd or Rick or something like that. You know, he was like, yeah, man, whitewater rafting, and I'll chaperone And Mr. Belding warned them. He's like, look, my brother is not the most responsible character out there. But Zach, you know, Zach's or compatriot, you know, tear up the tests. You know, school's kind of a joke. You learn from life kind of a thing. But uh, he pretty much bailed on them. You know, Zach was very excited. Uh, he and Screech kind of... I mean, that's the thing. I mean, these kids had the run of the school. They were coming in and out of the school at all hours. I think they went early in the morning to uh, practice their whitewater rafting or something like that. Uh, and it was shortly before the trip, and they overheard uh, Mr. Belding talking to his brother, you know, basically like, you know, I knew you were going to bail on these kids because he found a hot babe that he was going to hook up with or whatever. And Mr. Belding actually ended up chaperoning it and, you know, didn't throw his brother under the bus, you know, made an excuse for him. Zach, of course, knew the truth, but didn't, you know, didn't expose it at all. And, you know, yeah, these two, they butted heads a lot, but, uh, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, I think that Zach really did respect Mr. Belding and, and vice versa. But again, you know, you look at the kids in the group here, you know, Zach, of course, he was, as A.C. Slater would call him, he was a preppy, carried around that giant 80s, early 90s cell phone. He'd always whip it out of his back pocket, and I'm like, how is he keeping this thing in his back pocket? How's he sitting down with this cell phone? Like, he would crush the cell phone, or, you know, I, I don't know, but, you know, that was pretty much what he was really known for, was carrying around that cell phone. Um, A.C. Slater, I mean, A.C. Slater was like the jock with a heart of gold. Uh, you know, again, he and Zach would constantly butt heads for the affections of Kelly. And then later on when, um, Kelly and Jesse had left the show, uh, and Tori came on, you know, they were kind of rivals for Tori. Um, but they, you could tell that they were very, very good friends. And, uh, you know, in the beginning, you know, they were constantly trying to one up each other, out scheme, out scam each other. But then towards, you know, as the season progressed and uh, the show progressed, I should say, they kind of used their, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for here? I mean, their scamming skills basically together to try to get their agenda pushed forward. I mean, they were definitely really, really good friends. Uh, I wouldn't even say they were frenemies. You know, they, they were friends. They were really, really good friends. Of course, anywhere Zach went, Screech 
Samuel Powers, he was not too far behind them. The total comic relief, the big nerd. I mean, this was the, you know, late 80s, early 90s stereotypical nerd. You know, very, very smart, very, very weird, very awkward. I used to dig the fact that he had his own robot, Kevin. Uh, who basically, you know, they were just kind of like, yeah, it's this robot following him around. Uh, that thing had artificial intelligence. Uh, it was making jokes. It was, you know, it was thinking on its own. I mean, Screech basically invented artificial intelligence and nobody noticed or blinked or, or, or anything. Um, of course, Screech was totally in love with Lisa Turtle. Uh, Lisa, of course, was the only African-American character anywhere on this show. Uh, she was a typical Valley girl. She loved to party. She loved to shop. She was the daughter of an orthopedic surgeon. I will never forget that because Zach, of course, tore up his knee and Lisa's mom had to fix it. Uh, I, I always just remember that, that, you know, her mom was a uh, orthopedic surgeon. Jesse Spano, of course, the brain. And that's the thing. Out of all the girls on this show, uh, Lisa, Jesse, Kelly, and Tori, I always had a soft spot for Jesse, Elizabeth Berkeley. And years later, when I watched Showgirls and I saw Elizabeth Berkeley basically as a stripper, it, it really... It really, really broke my heart to see that because, I mean, that was Jesse Spano. That was the brainy girl, the girl who was supposed to go to Harvard or Yale or wherever it is that she wanted to go. And uh, to see her as a stripper, it was very sad. And also to see the fact that Elizabeth Berkeley was in a horrible movie and suddenly couldn't act anymore. Uh, it was tragic. It was tragic. But Jesse was, was always my favorite. Uh, you know, women's liberation champion, the brain, uh, best friends with Zach because Zach was constantly in and out of her bedroom, just climbing a tree, crawling through the window. Yeah. Cause that happens, you know, <laughs> I mean, that was, that was really kind of cute or creepy. I I'll never know. But you could tell that they were like, they were supposedly best friends from the first grade. Uh, and of course, the love of Zach's life, Kelly Kapowski, the cheerleader, the girl next door. I mean, Kelly was, she was pretty and she was sweet, but she was also very down to earth because as we learn, she has seven brothers and sisters and, you know, her parents work really hard and Kelly sacrifices a lot. Uh, so, you know, her brothers and sisters can, you know, have clothes and food and this and that. So, you know, Kelly was kind of the perfect girl. Tori, so a lot of people might not know who I'm talking about. Um, I think Saved by the Bell was only supposed to go on for a couple of seasons, but it was a very, very popular show. They were going to add more seasons, but Elizabeth Berkley and Tiffany Amber Thiessen, who played uh, Kelly and Jesse, they had pretty much already left the show. Uh, the show got renewed, and they were like, uh-oh, we need two new girls. Actually, scratch that. Let's just get one new girl in there, because uh, it was just going to be Lisa, you know? And that was going to be really... Yeah, that just wasn't going to fly. So they got Tori. Uh, Tori was a biker kind of a girl. She was like a bad girl, you know, because she wore a leather jacket. So, you know, anybody that wears a leather jacket, I mean, clearly they're like a biker or a metalhead or whatever. Um, in the beginning, of course, uh, Slater and, and Zach, they fought for her affections. But in the end, her and Zach ended up together. But it really didn't matter because we got some made-for-TV movies 
I believe there was one that took place in Hawaii where the entire gang went out to Hawaii. I think Kelly's grandfather owned a resort out there. Mr. Belding showed up because, of course, a high school principal is going to be able to afford a vacation to Hawaii. So he happened to be there. So the whole gang was there. And uh, I think Kelly's grandfather's resort, there was like an evil developer out there or something that was going to scam it away from him or you know he couldn't pay taxes or whatever it was but the Saved by the Bell gang they all rallied and I'm sure they put on a show or sang a song or whatever it was and they saved the day and then of course there was the wedding in Vegas Kelly and Zach got married in Las Vegas and we got a special appearance by Elizabeth Berkeley because the entire uh, TV movie she wasn't there and of course you know she was running late she was developing a cure for cancer or something like that but she was not going to miss her BFF's wedding she showed up at the last minute as a bridesmaid kind of made a little cameo there of course there was Saved by the Bell the college years I didn't really watch it it just it didn't make a lot of sense to me uh you know we saw these these rascals in high school uh they went a little too far by um you know the last season with the original cast was really kind of like they were playing it out like that was their senior year and they were graduating and then it's like oops nope we're coming back for their real senior year oh and here's Tori uh what happened to Jesse and Kelly who (laughs) you know that just and kind of after that you know i really just stopped watching but i did watch the movies and um like i said i really started thinking about saved by the bell because of funnier dies you know little compilations that they do zach morris's trash where they really looked at a lot of episodes and kind of showed you that zach really wasn't the best of friends out there uh also there's the famous jimmy fallon you know when he got on there and he said he wanted the cast to reunite Uh, And a majority of the cast did reunite, except, of course, for Lisa and Screech. Uh, And they did a mini episode of Saved by the Bell where Jimmy was one of their their buddies there at Bayside. And I think it was absolutely amazing that everybody that was there, Mark Paul Gossler, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, uh, Mario Lopez, uh, Elizabeth Berkeley. I mean, they pretty much looked like look like they did back in the day i mean it was really really scary mr belding looked like he ate bayside high he did balloon up a bit but still you know seeing him out there was really really great i mean it was really great to see all of them out there and and just going through it and it was it, it was as if the whole gang had never left and it was it was just really heartwarming Look, again, this wasn't Emmy award-winning TV. They weren't going to win any of those kids' awards for educational TV. It was stupid fun. It was campy. It was silly. Um, At times, it was a little inappropriate, but given the times back then, it wasn't really that big of a deal. I'm thinking of the episode where... Um, the kids had to do a, a oral report on their ancestors and, um, Zach discovered, uh, he found a picture in a chest, you know, that had a picture of a native American. So naturally he's like, I'm part native American. He does no research about it. He comes in and he and Screech give a very racist report where Screech makes faces, basically says things like me smoke em peace pipe. 
you know, the teacher hooks him up with an actual Native American. And again, Zach really doesn't want to learn anything. He's like, just give me some books. They give him some books, uh, you know, but then he, he has a, he has a dream or a vision quest or something like that. And he realizes he really should embrace his roots. Uh, the Native American gentleman that was teaching him all this passed away. Zach felt some remorse about it. He didn't want to run in some big race. But again, he was visited by the spirit of this Native American gentleman who convinced him to do it. He ran the race. He gave another report. He was still dressed in very racist garb. But you know what? Back then, late 80s, early 90s, I don't know. We didn't notice. We thought, yeah, sure, whatever. It seems okay. An episode like that just wouldn't fly today, but uh, back then it was good fun, and, you know, we all just enjoyed it. So, I really hope you enjoyed this very brief uh, reflection on a very fun TV show, uh, a very mindless TV show, and, I mean, a TV show, like I said, I I don't think I ever missed an episode, and I I go on YouTube and wherever I can find it now, and I'll watch episodes every now and again, because it's just... It's just good mindless fun. It's just good to sit back, relax with the Bayside gang, and, and just uh, and just have a good time. Uh, so this weekend, December 7th, 8th, or 9th, if you are in the Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania area, head on over to Steel City. It's a great con. If you are over there, uh, look for my buddy Pete from Enter the Nerd Zone. He will be the very handsome young man wearing an Enter the Nerd Zone t-shirt. Pete, you better be wearing that t-shirt, man. Plug in our podcast. That's all i got to say. Uh, also, go over to the vendor section because Geeks Unite Cafe, Ellen from Geeks Unite Cafe, she will have a table. Uh, she's sharing a table with a couple other gaming cafes there. They're going to be demoing some board games, uh, some RPGs, things like that. So look out for Ellen. Say hi to her. And uh, just enjoy the con. Also, head on over to www.brothersinarmchairs.com. That'll link you up to every single podcast in the Brothers in Armchairs Network. This is Jay, and I'll talk to you guys later.